1: Or you get your money back. So, next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
2: Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake up call.
3: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: Sharp Money presented by DraftKings as we welcome you back here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. Dustin Sweetelson, live there in Las Vegas. Now we head to Indianapolis, which is the home of this year's NBA All-Star Game and bring in our good buddy Andy Bailey Esquire. Of course, Bleacher Report NBA writer at Andrew D Bailey on Twitter. And as we say, hi, it's great to talk to you again, Andy, maybe you can set the scene. What, what is the convention center like there in Indianapolis for the all-star game so far?
5: Well, thanks for having me, Patrick. Always good to be on your show. Um, The Indiana convention center is, is quite large, especially for a country bumpkin like me from Wyoming. There's plenty of hallways and rooms to navigate and, they're setting up for this NBA crossover event that I Googled 10 minutes ago to figure out exactly what it is, and I'm still not entirely sure. Um, <laughs> looks like there's concerts, and you can maybe play some games, get in with your family. Um, so they're, they're kind of taking over downtown Indianapolis this weekend, the league is, and it, it, they're, they're doing it big.
4: Don't let Wyoming invade Indianapolis with Mr. Bailey. But here he comes for All-Star Weekend. (laughs) The big guy told me last night you were on Twitter at Andrew D. Bailey. Now I'm going to give you the number. The Celtics are plus 260 NBA championship odds. Your second betting favorite are the Nuggets at four and a half to one, the defending champs. But you tweeted, have you seen a more disengaged defending champ than Nuggets? What, What were you talking about there?
5: Good question, by me, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I think those betting odds. I, I understand why Denver is where it is. I think there's some benefit of the doubt baked into that. Um, they they looked fairly underwhelming towards the end of the last regular season too, and then obviously turned it on to the playoffs. Um, but I think the West is better this season, so I don't I don't think they can count on flipping the switch quite as much as they did last season. And, and to me, it seems like that's what they're doing. They have just kind of coasted through most of this regular season. I understand they're still in the top four in the West, um, but there's a lot of indicators with them that say they're, they're not a title contender. Statistically, they're outside the top 10 in both offense and defense. I think they're barely in the top 10 in net, net rating. Um, they're not beating teams big. They're, they're sort of middle of the pack in double digit wins. Um, there's just not a lot statistically that says they're the kind of juggernaut that can win a title. Um, again, there's there's a lot of benefit of the doubt with them. What what we saw from them in the playoffs last year was eye-opening uh, for sure. But I don't I don't think it's anywhere near. Um, it's certainly not locked up for them. And I you know if I was a betting person, I'm not sure I'd have them at number two. Though I understand why they're there.
4: Andy. Tied to get out of the West right now with the Nuggets at plus 240 are the Clippers at plus 240. We were talking about it during the break. Uh, They dropped 44 after being down like 19 to the Warriors last night, and that was without Kawhi. Are you a believer in this Clippers team?
5: I am. I I like them a lot as a potential contender, and they obviously have their question marks too. Um, You always have to throw the health caveat out there with them. Uh, but, but one of the great things about that team this season is they now have the three-star model instead of the two stars in depth. And I actually think they still have decent depth with those three stars too. I was working on the power rankings for Bleacher Report earlier today and looked up a number for the Clippers when Kawhi is off the floor and Harden and Paul George are still on the floor. They're plus 13 point something per hundred possessions, which is a big number, um, so they can they can sustain the loss of one of those guys. I think for for a decent stretch. Obviously, you're going to want all three of them if you're going to make a deep playoff run. Um, but they are now built to withstand occasional absences from those guys. And he's out right now. But Kawhi has typically been a lot more available this season than he has in years past. And if they get you know engaged 2019 Terminator style Kawhi in the playoffs, I I wouldn't shock me at all if they emerge from the West.
4: Andy, the Clippers, the best three-point shooting team in the league, and they're deep. You just mentioned it. Even with those three at the top, they have depth. Like, this is a legit team. Let me switch gears and ask you about a team that's not as deep, but they do have a big three, and that's the Suns. They're seven and a half to one to come out of the West. Are you, Andy, a believer in the Suns?
5: (laughs) I'm going to sound like the biggest, you know, Everything is Rose's analyst right now because I kinda like the Suns too. Um you you mentioned their lack of depth, I think is a serious issue for them, but I really like the Royce O'Neill pickup. I think he's exactly what they needed. A guy that can kind of guard all over the floor. He's gonna hit timely catch and shoot threes. Uh I think Grayson Allen has been kind of underrated this season, one of the best three-point shooters in the league. Uh Nurkic for Aiton has been a resounding win for Phoenix, notwithstanding all the junk that went on with Yusuf Nurkic and Draymond in that last game. Um, I, I think they check a ton of boxes. When those three superstars for that team are on the floor, they're just killing people. Uh, Beal has had a lot of issues staying on the floor, so that's certainly something to keep an eye on. Durant's old. He's he's had a lot of injuries in his career, so that's something to keep an eye on. Um, but again... <laughs> I, I guess what's coming to mind now is, is, you know, if generally everybody's healthy, I don't know how you bet on the West. It's, it's going to be such a gauntlet. There are so many teams that are just loaded with talent, built the right way. And I, I could see beyond the three that we've already talked about, there's a couple others that if they had merged from the West, I wouldn't be stunned either. Minnesota and OKC are also stacked. On a, on a given night, they can kill anybody. So the West has seemingly been like this for 25 years now. I don't know when the balance of power is going to shift long term, um, but it, it's just, it's it's a nightmare. It's a gauntlet this season.
4: Andy Bailey, Bleacher Report, Esquire. On location, Indianapolis for the All-Star Game this weekend. Just three games on the slate tonight, which we'll get to later in the program. Let's shift gears to the East. Uh, Andy, I just talked about it. The Celtics absolutely blew out Brooklyn last night heading into the break. They're best in net. They're the best offensive rating, point differential, three-pointers made in a game. Not necessarily percentage, but like this is a team that's plus 120 to come out of the East. We've been waiting for it. Is this the year?
5: Yeah, I I think as far as betting goes, uh, that's probably the safest one on the board. I, I think Boston's a juggernaut. From the moment they picked up Porzingis this past offseason, I thought that that is just a stroke of genius addition. Um I could see how he was gonna work the moment that deal was announced and he's he's worked exactly how I envisioned. Um and then you know the the Porzingis deal I thought was an absolute home run, but I thought, well I guess they lose a little bit of identity by Losing Marcus Smart, and then you know a few weeks later they get Drew Holiday, who's essentially a better version of Marcus Smart. Um, and I think the departure of Smart has kind of allowed Derek White to ascend into a different role on that team. They are their starting five is absolutely loaded, um, but they go beyond that. And and for a while, I think the first I don't know four or five weeks of the season, I was saying they have the best top six in the league. And I'm comfortable extending that to eight now. I think they clearly have the best eight-man rotation with Hauser and Pritchard and Horford off the bench. I, I think that team is just loaded. They can play a bunch of different styles. Uh, you mentioned the three-point shooting. And I know that that has abandoned a lot of three-point heavy teams in the past, in the postseason. But I, I just have a hard time seeing an abandoned Boston four out of seven games uh, in a series against anyone.
4: I think Smart. They had an identity crisis last year because Smart was the guy with the ball in his hands late, and it's almost like he—not that he's not a yep. good player, but he. You know what I'm saying, Andy? They needed to move yep. on from almost his personality because he is such an alpha. Let me ask you about the Bucks. We got about two and a half minutes here. It's not been great with Doc. The blowout at home to the Heat. Can they correct this?
5: I think they can. I'm, I'm not near as confident with them as in, in some of the other teams that we've talked about. Um, you know, Giannis obviously won a title in 21, but since then, I think he's been relatively easy to scheme against in the playoffs. I think when you can't shoot, that's, that's a real drawback in the postseason. And I thought when they got Lillard, that's going to make up for that. But his, his struggles on defense, I think, have been far greater than I anticipated. So they've, they've got some big red flags. I think they'll figure stuff out to a degree in the regular season. But I, I like Boston quite a bit more than them in a playoff setting.
4: Before we say goodbye, what is it you're most looking forward to at All-Star Weekend?
5: I'm, I'm a big dunk contest guy. I know that it's bad like two out of every three years. Um, but I, I still get a kick out of that. It'll be interesting to see how that looks in a football stadium with 70,000 capacity. I'm very curious about that, um, whether or not they can fill a stadium that big for, for events like the three-point shootout and the dunk contest. But that stuff gets me excited whether I'm home or here, so I'm looking forward to that.
4: Okay. I'm just looking up the odds right now for the dunk contest just quickly. Eh, The odds aren't up over at DraftKings. Okay. Well, listen, Andy, be safe in Indianapolis. It's great to catch up with you again. We'll be talking to you more as, of course, the NBA season progresses. Andy Bailey over at Bleacher Report. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it.
5: Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good one.
4: Okay. Nice to talk to you. Andy Bailey. On. That was a good job by the big guy. Now, the big guy fell backwards into that because there's no way he knew no. that Esquire, Andy Bailey, he's a lawyer. There's no way
6: he knew he was going to be in
4: Indianapolis. He just hit him up and he happened to be in Indy. God, correct?
6: I, but I was thinking the whole time. See, people don't understand for my job, time zones are my biggest enemy in the world. So I asked Andy, who lives in Mountain Time, to join us based on Mountain Time. We're in Pacific Time. The problem is he was also flying while I was texting him to Eastern Time. There was a lot of hurdles to to jump over there. And somehow everything ended up okay. And I'm shocked by it.
4: You remember when I was doing the Boston shtick where I was just naming people and telling them to suck it? Yes. Remember when I randomly said Eliza Dushku? I assume she was a Boston Celtics fan. Where was she born? Boston, Massachusetts. See the big guy likes when he when he's talking, he likes to go to break and talk about how great things were. He didn't say anything to me. That's not bad. We're back with those trends in the NBA.
2: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The
0: Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, Eight x Eight, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com/strategic. That's oracle.com/strategic. Oracle.com/strategic.
7: Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert.
3: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on vsin, the sports betting
4: network. Check out the new vsin.com. It's got a fresh new look, enhanced navigation. It's all brand new, mobile first focus, which is probably the most important. Improved functionality, expanded educational content. vsin.com. Make sure you bookmark it. Give us a shout. You know, it, look. Many of you, as we welcome you back, it's Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. This is v the sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. I think just because of the way the dynamic is built, that some of you might think that I'm kind of rude or mean to Dustin. But when I tell, first off, nobody's got his back more. We're great friends. When I tell you that I don't know if I've ever met anybody on the planet with an ego like this guy. Like, let me explain. During the break, I was trying to set up what we're going to be doing coming up. I've got – get ready, Larry. I've got a Samo bomb coming for you. That's right. Good job, Larry. Um, And then we're going to play a family play video with Aaron Halterman, who's gone crazy with the plus money wins on the ice. He's got more for you. And Dustin's like, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell when the big guy doesn't feel like he's got enough as far as hosting wise over a two hour and 16 minute program, because he just literally sent me. I'm not kidding. Now he's when we go to break, he's going to say, I did that. So you would have content. I don't need content. I've been doing this my whole life. He literally just sent me a video of him working out so he's he's going to see a trainer and he's you know he goes to see a trainer he's the type of guy that goes to the gym once and he starts telling you what you're supposed to do at the gym anyway he's going to see this brazilian trainer and i was like oh that's good for you i give him you know give him uh, positive adulation all the time you he just sent me doing incline
6: bench presses he sent me a video why did you send that to me Uh, We were talking about my trainer, and I remember he took that video. He took my phone, took the video yesterday. I wanted to show you your boy's getting after it. Also, here's the thing I I like about our friendship. See, I know when I'm getting too cocky. And the best part about having you around is you balance me out. When I'm down in the dumps and I don't have confidence and I I need someone to build me up, you always build me up. And when I'm getting a little too big for my britches, I know you know how to cut me back down. So maybe part of me subconsciously was sending it being like, you know what? I might be feeling myself too much at the moment, and I know Patrick will bring me back down to earth. Oh, so you did. See, now you just
4: gave yourself credit for sending it because you knew the way I'd react. That's an interesting task.
6: Also wanted I you think, to be like, man, you are pushing up some serious weight, though, for someone who hasn't lifted. Hey,
4: I'm not going to lie. I just played the video. You are throwing some steel. But, <laughs> dude, there's no reason for me to see you in shorts, incline bench pressing during the show. And then secondly, I think...
6: The up and down thing, that's Eastern philosophy. A little ying with the yeah. yang. Yeah, I, I know you're going to balance. See, there's a lot of friendships where people just tell you whatever it is you want to hear in that moment. You want to be the person complaining and miserable. They want you to be complaining and miserable with them. And the thing I appreciate about your friendship is I never get that. You balance it out <laughs> and lift it up or bring it back down. and I think that's a good thing to have.
4: Well, good job working out. I do give you credit. The biggest thing that's happened to me, remember yesterday when Dustin called me a hippie? I'm not saying I'm a hippie, but I was celebrating because those of you watching at VEASAN.com, my sister sent me a teapot, which is cast iron steel. i got
6: to be honest. It's legitimately lit. Keeps everything hot. Did you know um, uh, the benefits of cast iron? You get actual iron from the, like the metal, from the steel in your body?
4: Doesn't it's not important in life to always one-up people. It's not you a one-up. It's, it
6: it's a fun fact.
4: Like a, a Eliza Dushku being from Boston. All right, Larry, hit me with the SOMO bomb. Mike Samich, vsin host. Here's another play. I'm only going to give you one more because he already gave you one of the videos, the free video play, and then you got to go become a vsin pro to get the other two. Samich, one of the sharpest guys, not just at this network, but in handicapping. I'll give you this one. UC San Diego at home hosting Cal uh, Santa Barbara and it's five and a half on the number. He is laying it with UC San Diego. So lay it with UC San Diego. And then he also has from the video earlier today, Cal Cal State Northridge, Cal State Bakersfield under 143 and a half. Larry, what is that? Is that a solar bomb? Larry ahead of me. (laughs) My man sent me a workout video. That's one of the weirder videos. nope. you've sent me weird, weirder videos. I, <laughs> I will got, say that. Hey, I got some other so, real weird ones I could send no, you. No, we can't talk about that. We literally can't <laughs> talk about that one you told me about on Saturday. I mean, I don't think. No. no. I'm just
6: going to stop. No, I know, gonna I know. I know. Gonna I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Uh, you want to set up our buddy Halterman? Yeah, you know, Aaron Money, the plus money prince here on the program, just red hot when it comes to hockey, college hoops. Hit (laughs) plus 190, hit, I think, plus 230 last night on a couple puck lines. Yeah, he he laid a puck and a half. Yeah. Uh, Here he goes with some more picks for today. Here's his favorite play that you can find at com slash picks.
8: Hey, what's up, Sharp Money? I'm back today with another Best Bet play from the NHL. Let's try to stay hot. It's been a good couple of days back on the show. Let's try to keep it going. Tonight, I'm going to go to Tampa Bay, but I'm not playing the Lightning. I'm going to go with the Colorado Avalanche. Plus 100 tonight in Tampa. Look, I definitely concede this is going to be a very tough game. Both of these teams very solid. I think Colorado has an edge in a few key areas, uh, including that power play that is just absolutely lethal. So I think Colorado uh, does have kind of the advantage and look it's a plus money price on colorado in a game i think 50 50 i gotta go with the avalanche so hopefully we can kind of keep these plays hot here uh two great teams wouldn't be surprised if this was a stanley cup finals type matchup with these two teams the way they're playing right now tough to go against the lightning cash on the lightning tuesday night in boston but tonight coming off that long road trip the lightning have been on a tough road trip as well Get that Colorado team, like I said. I think they're very, very talented. So, we're going to go with Colorado tonight. I've got more plays on the Vison website. Make sure to check that out. So, let's go abs and let's hope to stay hot.
4: The <laughs> first off, that is a professionally done video. I'm proud of him. Racingdudes.com. He makes a living sports betting. So, you go check him out. Racingdudes.com. Aaron Halterman. Great job. I uh, just want to let you know what you can expect coming up. Tyler Shoemaker, Dustin contacted him himself. He's part of the com website. He's one of the sharpest guys in the business. Dustin called him. He said, look, I'm going to give you three videos a week. That starts next week. We're also going to have Julian Edlow, DK the Sweat, very popular show. Julian wants in. We're going to have Johnny Venezia. He's in. We're going to have plenty of plays for you. Again, we heard you. OK, we've done a lot of research. This is what we do. And Vison and DraftKings said listeners want picks. So expect an avalanche as we continue here on Sharp Money. I just texted Aaron, by the way, while he was. <laughs> so when he started this thing, he said, yeah, been a little hot lately. So it was a bit of a flex. You know what I'm saying? And I wrote, I was like, wow, flexing in your vid. I love it. <laughs> And he said, plugging sharp money, baby. I don't think he knows what flexing means. I mean, he he was was literally just (laughs) now he has given out four straight plus money winners on the ice. I think that's probably picking one is tremendous. Two to one on every play. Essentially, that's a good reason to flex.
6: Yeah. And look, and the the key with that is you, you have to you don't have to hit as many when you're laying. It's basic math. He can miss one or two. And then over the course, he's so good at identifying these plus money numbers. Over the long haul, he's going to be up. Donk, 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 donk.
4: Have you received any emails? I have. We have a new email: sharpmoney@veasan.com. Pick and survive. Uh, like, part of, but hold on. Part of my thing is like we want to build a community here on the show, and the only way to do that is to involve you. So if you're a VSyn Pro, Dustin's going to pick who's it going to be on Monday. Send us a video. If your video hits, if your pick hits, you keep going into Tuesday,
6: into Wednesday. If not, we reset and start with a new VEASAN
4: Pro. Sorry, go ahead, big
6: guy. So One guy, Michael, reached out, wanted to know uh, from New Hampshire... He wants to pander. He doesn't. I don't think he realizes that we just care about the results of winning. If he wins the bets, he will survive in advance in this contest. Uh, But he wants to know if he wears Lions gear. Will that help him? And I I I should reply. What's his name? Michael in New Hampshire. Okay, Michael, I'm not going to tell you how we're picking the first contestant
4: for Pick and Survive on Monday, but I'm going to tell you already. It, you're buttering me up. So my vote may go to you. If you'd like to get involved, tell Dustin why you should be the first contestant. But remember, if our first contestant on Monday, a pick and survive here on Sharp Money doesn't hit, we reset on Tuesday with a new one. Yeah, it's like
6: a survivor contest. Yep. And uh, there is one other. I won't reveal this person's name, but it's right up my alley. He is literally a, a pediatric emergency medicine doctor. And what he said the prize should be is something we really shouldn't talk about on the air. But it's basically gallivanting around Las Vegas at my favorite hangouts with me should be the prize of winning the Survivor Contest.
4: Okay, well, that'd be a better prize than get receiving workout videos
6: from you. How about (laughs) this is what I just got. If, If you win this contest, you get one free week of working out alongside me.
4: You know what actually just kind of struck me while you were saying who the dude was that just emailed us sharpmoney at vison.com? This is also a good way to get to know people, part yeah. of the community. Like some guy that actually works
6: helping people live listens to this dumb show. <laughs> well, also, the, the betting thing with the family picks, it's not just about picks, it is about community and creating a family of betting here. All right, take it easy.
4: Getting get emotional. A syru- get a little syrupy, a little zesty, and the quarter zip from the big guy. Next, you want to talk some NFL draft? The answer is probably yes. Tony Pauline's going to join us to do so.
3: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSN, the sports betting network.
4: Become a VEASAN Pro 999 right now. Daily best bets, access to the betting splits. And we've got our upcoming March Madness betting guide coming up soon. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Dustin Sweetelson. We're going to welcome in Tony Pauline. It's always draft season post Super Bowl. Consulting editor. NFL Draft Analyst at SportsKeda.com has a great mock draft up. And I want to ask you, first off, Tony, thank you for joining us. I know it's been a busy few weeks for you. Shrine Bowl in Texas, the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Spencer Rattler, can we start there? MVP of the Senior Bowl, the South Carolina quarterback. Were you impressed, Tony?
3: You know, I think Spencer Rattler, the one I saw at the Senior Bowl, is indicative of the Spencer Rattler. It's been in South Carolina in a sense that he wows you, you know, with a throw here and there, and then there will be a couple of passes where you just scratch your head and you wonder what's going on. I mean, the guy has all the ability in the world. It's just that there's too much inconsistency in his game, uh, you know, in the long haul. That's why he lost out to Caleb Williams. That's why he's probably going to be, a you know, a late day three pick, A lot of ability there, but just not a lot of consistency.
4: Tony, I'm going to ask you to think back to mock drafts of the past. And let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. He's now entered that greatest of all time conversation. Coming out of Texas Tech, what were your thoughts?
3: You know, I thought he had great physical uh, skills he had all of the great arm talent. Obviously, the bloodlines were there in the athleticism because of his father. He was very rough around the edges. He needed a lot of development in his game. And I think two things happened for Patrick Mahomes that have put him in the position where he is today. Number one, Andy Reid selecting him was like manna from heaven because, <laughs> you know, it's just it's as much about who the quarterback coach is who's good, who can develop the quarterback as it is the quarterback with the great skills. And the fact that Andy Reid sat him for a year, I think those two things have really helped, you know, foster the development of the Patrick Mahomes that we see today.
4: Tony Pauline sports, Kita NFL draft analyst at Tony Pauline. If you like the NFL, which all of you do give him a follow on Twitter as we get closer and closer to the draft. Now, I want to ask you about your mock. You've got Caleb going one. When it comes to Jaden going two to Washington and Drake May going three to New England, Tony, is that your scouting or is that you what you believe the teams will do?
3: A little bit of both. A little bit of both. I think, you know, with Cliff Kingsbury in Washington, Jaden Daniels is a better fit. And on my overall board, Jaden Daniels is my number two quarterback ahead of Drake May. He doesn't have the same physical stature, although he has an arm that's equal to Drake May. But when you look at uh, Jaden Daniels the past year and a half at LSU, his game has just incredibly developed it's taken off you know he showed flashes he showed that spencer rattler is type game at arizona state where he was athletic he'd make a couple of great throws and then you would wonder and you know what happened with with the next four or five passes but at lsu the past year and a half i mean this guy he gets it between the ears he's got great vision He's done a tremendous job to commanding and controlling that offense. He doesn't make bad passes. He knows what's going on in the field. And he's as legitimate a threat picking up yardage with his legs as he is making big plays with his arm. The thing with Jaden Daniels is he's a smaller guy. He's not a great pocket passer. You know, he's not a huge pocket passer, although he plays well from the pocket. There's some questions as, how is he going to hold up against the rush in the NFL? You know, when he runs, you don't want him being reckless because it could lead to a lot of injuries. But I think he's really much more polished than Drake May. I think you can make the argument that two or three years down the road, Drake May may be a better uh, passer, maybe a better NFL quarterback than Jaden Daniels because of the physical skills, because of the physical stature. But you look at Jaden Daniels, and I like quarterbacks whose game is on the upswing. And Jaden Daniels' game has been on the upswing literally for almost 24 months now.
4: Tony Pauline joining us, talking the NFL draft, Tony, this is what you do for a living. So I, I, I'm not on that level, but I'm going to tell you what I saw from Drake may at North Carolina now prototypical size, but he is being talked about as a generational talent. And I got to be honest, Tony, I literally don't see it. I think he's got a good arm. It's not overly exceptional. I didn't think the accuracy was out of control. I understand the athleticism's there. What am I missing when I see Drake may?
3: Well, it depends on when you watch them. I, I, I understand what you're saying if you watch Drake May late in the 2023 season, because as the season progressed at North Carolina, he was getting, for lack of a better word, the snot beat out of him. And he was, you know, he turned from a guy who was making, you know, good passes, good decisions accurate throws to someone who was trying to do too much because he was getting pummeled because they couldn't protect him. Uh, You had the whole situation with Quantas Walker, you know, in the beginning of the season, didn't have great, uh, didn't have great uh, skill players, didn't have great receivers targets there last year. You know, uh, he's not as developed and it was an up and down season, but when you look at, the skill you look at the size you look at the arm strength and he's not an immobile pocket passer he's a guy that can elude defenders pick up yardage with his legs uh, there's a lot of upside there but he's not the polished uh, polished prospect which is why he's my number 3 quarterback right now
4: Tony Pauline, Sports Kita, he's got the draft full mock up there. Go check it out at Tony Pauline on Twitter. Joining us here on Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. Tony, I'm here in LA. USC's offensive front, and defensive front were sibs last year. Caleb Williams is going to be picked apart more than any player in this draft. I'm sure you right. saw it. He wore a dress, so people get up in arms about. It. I got to be honest, I don't care about any of it. I want to talk about the player. Where are you on Caleb?
3: He's a dynamic personality on the field and off the field. He's a real leader. He's a playmaker. He makes those off-platform throws. He's been an incredibly productive quarterback on the college level, under Lincoln Riley, who has developed some decent quarterbacks for the next level, I I think what you're going to hear about Caleb Williams is, number one, he's not really big, and you're going to hear a lot of concern about his fundamentals. He's an arm thrower. A lot of times, he doesn't set his feet. He doesn't throw the ball with proper footwork, which is a concern because what happens is, a lot of the throws that he was able to make on Saturday, not being fundamentally sound, could going to be a little bit more difficult to make on Sunday. Uh, People will talk about how his game tailed off, but you look at USC in 2022 versus USC in 2023, they were a completely different team. Personally, from the college point of view, I thought it was laughable that teams, that people were looking at USC as a potential uh, competitor for the national championship. They never were going to be that. I mean, 2023, USC was basically a one man show, and it was Caleb Williams, where the year before, they had a lot of good skill players, they had a decent offensive line. So, and you're right, he's going to be talked about more than anyone else. It's a dynamicism that we've seen on the field, the playmaking ability, the ability to lead the offense, which I think separates him from the other two quarterbacks.
4: You know, that's a great scout, Tony, because I do, you watch him and you worry about the way he sets his feet, but you also watch Caleb and you feel like you're watching innately something special, you know, like somebody that almost has an instinct for the position that you can't teach.
3: And it's ironic that you started off the quarterback conversation with Spencer Rattler, because what happened when Spencer Rattler had his problems at Oklahoma, who came in and replaced him, Caleb Williams, and his game took off because in large part Lincoln Riley, and he's just gotten better and better and more productive.
4: Is Marvin Harrison Jr., is he far and away the best wide receiver in this class, or is he simply the best wide receiver in this class?
3: I think he's the best player in this draft, period. He is definitely wow. the best receiver in this draft, although Malik Neighbors of uh, LSU is a very good receiver. But when you look at Marvin Harrison, you look at the body of work, you look at the body of Marvin Harrison, the bloodlines, the fact that you know last year he played with a very mediocre quarterback at best, yet when they threw him the ball, he couldn't be stopped. You look at what he did against Penn State. Uh, he's, got, he's not super fast, but he's sneaky fast he runs solid routes for a bigger receiver he's got soft natural hands so he's not only the best receiver in this draft I think as you get closer to the, to the draft people that you rely on will tell you he is the best player in this draft
4: Tony that's a great start to draft season we look forward to talking to you more as the draft gets closer Sportskeita.com, you want to go check out the mock draft at Tony Pauline on Twitter it's a busy time for you thank you for a few minutes appreciate it Tony
3: thanks for having me
4: Okay, there you go. And that is a tremendous booking by the big guy. I Again, most of you want to point to the last segment and say, well, you give the big guy a hard time all the time, but I'm going to tell him right here to his face. I, I remember talking to Tony years ago, but to get us started with draft season, that's about as good as it gets. Take a bow, big
6: guy. Take a bow. All right, I'll give Tony the credit because there's a lot of people doing the draft coverage these days. Tony's been doing it a long time, and I think – he's probably in the top two or three people. People have their favorites. I think Tony is a freaking legend at breaking down the draft.
4: Is it a hard decision when you put on the quarter zip? If you go full zip or half zip?
6: No, it's not because I don't own a full or half. I only own quarters. Ooh, you put me in my
4: place. Got you good. (laughs) When we come back, we're going to close some tabs and we got picks. I got a couple in the NBA. So does the big guy next.
0: Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Good
9: sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Good night's sleep any longer get a lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight visit lisa.com slash iheart that's dot acom slash iheart
10: this is colin coward from the herd with colin cowherd angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home service marketplace Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today.
4: This is Sharp Money with
3: Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSN, the sports betting network.
4: This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the app and use the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N. When you sign up, DraftKings, the crown is yours. We got you back here on Sharp Money. We're presented proudly by DraftKings. This is VSIN, the sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles bring in the big guy live from Las Vegas. There at the D. Okay. So we've got some plays now. I will caution you. And we've, we're going to close some tabs coming up here in just a bit. I will caution you. I'm a little nervous about this first college play because we had coach Matt McCall on and he was talking about the rack and talking about kind of the homeway splits for Rutgers and Rutgers has won three straight. I just think Northwestern is a better team. And I think the dichotomy again, I don't think the twos are going to outweigh the threes. And defensively, yes, Rutgers is exceptional, but offensively, they're equally bad. And I just think Northwestern catching four and a half. Now it's down to four, but I like, I bet them earlier today at four and a half. But just full disclosure, the number right now is Rutgers lane four. But I am taking Northwestern. Again, this is a huge game for Northwestern tonight. A loss for Northwestern puts them on the wrong side of the bubble. And again, they're the seventh best three-point shooting team in the country, Uh, 345 for Rutgers. This is completely different offensively. Ken Palm, you hate the name. I know a lot of you get triggered by hearing Ken Palm, but he is the best when it comes to advanced analytics and college basketball. He's got Northwestern winning by a point. I just need him to cover. I'll take the four and a half. Next up, I like FAU and Temple under 24th ranked Owls. I like them under the number. I'm going to give you an updated number just to make sure we're transparent here. So let's give it to you right now. This number is 148 and a half. OK, Temple is dreadful offensively. Both teams play at a slow pace and FAU's in store for a defensive rebound. They haven't been playing defensively as well as the standard. And Temple is the right elixir. You see it right there. One forty eight and a half. My expectations are a blowout. The big guy was leaning to lay in the 19 and a half. I have no problem with it. Temple shoots a ton of threes. Temple is a terrible team. temple shoots a ton of threes. They don't make any. That's an issue against a team that also has size in the owls. So, I do like the under one forty eight and a half. 8 of Temple's games this year have close have gone under this number and excuse me, gone over the one forty eight and a half and two of them it took overtime. So, again, I think it's a little inflated at one forty eight and a half and a half with a spot where FAU is going to be focused defensively. Those are my two college
6: plays, big guy. What do you got? Ooh, so I've talked about my nba prop betting about how i basically attack the board for the most part from if someone is out because of rest because of injury whatever it may be who's going to benefit well i did that because everyone always complained all these players resting all the time i don't know who to bet to me i tried to take an advantage out of that and make it something that i could work with and i found that to work for a long time and i'm still going to roll with that another angle that i think everyone's been complaining about this year with the nba is blowouts there's a lot of them, especially on back-to-backs. There's a lot of situations where teams, just it's tough for them. Back-to-back nights. You saw it Milwaukee and Miami this, earlier this week. So, I think there's more opportunities for unders when it comes to prop betting in those games with players hey. on, and teams on back-to-backs. So, let's roll with one here. And there's two different angles I have. The first one is Memphis is on a back-to-back. They are playing Milwaukee. Giannis, his points, rebounds, and assists number is set at 49 and a half. That feels like a lofty number when even Milwaukee, even if they decide to rest someone, should blow out Memphis off a back-to-back. They're super limited. They've lost a ton of people to injuries, have the Grizzlies. And when I look at what Giannis has done recently, over his last 11, he's gone under this 49 and a half number in seven of those games, averaging a little over 45 per. So to me... I'm going to look ahead to this game being a blowout day before the All-Star break. Giannis has a bad knee as it is. Get him get him some buckets early. Let him get whatever he wants to get. But he's not finishing this game. They're going to rest him. And I think he goes under his combined 49.5 points, rebounds, and assists.
4: Good job out of you, BGZ. Now, there's a couple of NBA plays, and I'll just take you through my thought process, then I'm going to land on what feels super square tonight with the Golden State Warriors, but I'll explain why. One, Minnesota and Portland, a couple of nights ago, uh, played in Portland. So again, this is kind of a weird scheduling quirk this year. With, again, I don't love it, but this is the way it is. And Minnesota drubbed on Wednesday the Portland Trailblazers in Portland, uh, let me just grab the total. That game ended. Two sixteen. You have that total. Uh, it's no. on the screen. I'm just. Oh no 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 no. Two sixteen's the total. I'm looking for the final from the other night. Uh, I don't have it, but I think this is an overreaction. My point is, went over this number of two sixteen. These are two offensive teams that don't do much. Now, the Timberwolves are your best defensive team in the league. The Trailblazers not great, but I think the number of 216, I've got it closer to 213.5 on the total. I think it's a bit of an overreaction. I'm not betting it officially, but just giving you an idea, because they went over this number two nights ago, it went up from like 214.5 up to 216. Now, let's get to what I consider to be not necessarily a square play, but Dustin just mention an angle, and that is heading into the all-star break. This is a very professional Golden State team. And Golden State seven and three over their last 10. They're in the post, they're in the play-in bracket. And the Jazz conversely, four and six over their last 10, 11th on the outside looking in. The Jazz are bad against the West, 13 and 21, and they're playing poorly right now. These are two teams. Now, if you looked at the over 240, I wouldn't be wouldn't be crazy to go over that two teams, six and eleven and pace respectfully and if you think about it two teams on the second half of a back-to-back it's kind of tired legs lakers jazz last night combined for 260 golden state in the clip combined for 255 so if you wanted to go over 240 i hear you again these two teams played on monday 129 107 the warriors blasted them in golden state i'm gonna lay the point and a half with golden state Does it feel square because they got blown out in the fourth? That's the point. This is going to be an angry team on a business decision, making a business decision in, in, in a Utah against the Jazz because they're heading into the all-star break. They're going to get some rest. And specifically, what the Jazz do well, rebounding the basketball. Draymond's changed everything in that aspect for the Warriors. So I think the Warriors are the much better team, playing better right now. Draymond's the difference against a team like the Jazz. Pissed off after letting the Clippers come back in the fourth, up 19 in the second half. I've got the Warriors laying a point and a half. Yes, I would imagine the splits are all over the Warriors as well. I'm going to go with the public here and go one and a half on the Warriors.
6: I have a play on this game and it is on a Warriors player as well. So uh, I'm looking at Jonathan Kaminga, Patrick. His points, rebounds and assists is set at twenty nine and a half. He played thirty five minutes last night against the Clippers. Uh, and I think he will. He can score. I think he's absolutely going to score. But I think in these back-to-back situations, it's the rebounds and assists where I want to target the unders. Now the number, uh, the the vig on his under rebound assists combined, and each of those stats individually. You got to lay like 145 juice. That's just too much for me. So I'm going to combine it with the points, rebounds, and assists because all of that's baked in there and go under on the 29 and a half. If you look at him on back to backs, Kaminga only averages 21.14 combined on the season. And since about mid-December when he was playing about 25, 30 minutes a game, really more part of the rotation, he's at 24.8. The number is 29.5. I think Kaminga could score, but his rebounds and assists are going to struggle tonight. We'll go under 29 and a half.
4: Like it. Kaminga's on the come up, man. He's a nice player. He's a very young he, kid. How old do you he's think he is? He's very good ball. He's, a, he's, the, he's kind of the trade piece they have right now. How old do you
6: think he is? Because I thought he was maybe one or two years older than this. I think he's literally like 21 years he's old. He's 21 years old. I... I thought he was a little bit older. He's been around. No, for a he minute. was
4: drafted as he was. Uh, he's a pop. He was the youngest kid drafted a couple of years ago.
6: OK, let's close some
4: tabs on the way out here on Sharp Money, big guy.
6: Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, you mentioned Elijah Dushku from Watertown, Mass. You absolutely nailed that. Played Faith on the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm a big fan of Elijah Dushku. I just I've never seen her in anything. I've Googled her. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, who you mentioned the Boston Tea Party. Who organized the Boston Tea Party? Samuel Adams. And his group was known as? The Gangsters. The Sons of Liberty. Samuel Adams, Benjamin Church, Benjamin Eads, John Hancock, not to be confused with Herbie, Paul Revere. Oh, Isaiah Thomas was there. Apparently he was in the, <laughs> he was, Zeke <Central laughs> was there.
4: Yeah. And, and then he won two championships back to back in
6: 89, 90 with the bad boy
4: Pistons What a Shot life. The
6: daily. What a life. Uh, Mike Samich's play was uh, involving UC San Diego. Not to be confused with Carmen San Diego, which only aired from 91 to 95. It was a half hour children's TV game show uh, that I watched that I thought was on for like 25 years.
4: Yeah, I don't think anybody confused the two or conflated the two, but yeah. thank you for the clarification. Yeah, because I told them not to. You want to get involved with Pick and Survive? We're Sharp Money at VSIN. Give us an email. We'll see you tomorrow right here, Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings VCN, the Sports Betting Network.